This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Invaders from Mars. 1986 version. The 1986 version. Everything is fine. (laughs) Directed by Toby Hooper. Written uh, by Richard Blake and Dan O'Bannon and... Don Jacoby, Jacoby, and Myers. Yeah, mm. starring Karen Black, Hunter Carson, Timothy Bottoms. Sounds like a porno <laughs> name. <laughs> Timothy Bottoms. Uh, uh, yeah, Bud Court. Much uh, jobbers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. All right. Well, I nominated this movie, and I apologize for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why? This movie was great. Uh... <laughs> Well, we'll get into it. Uh, so my history with this movie is I did not see it in the theater, but I saw it when it came out on video. And as I've mentioned many times on this, I was a little wuss. Um, but for some reason, my parents said, oh, yeah, you'll like it. It's a horror movie, but it's a horror movie for kids. Yeah. And um, it still scared the crap out of me. Like the, we'll talk about some scenes, but I remember... I watched it multiple times, so it didn't scare me off completely, but I would watch it and then have nightmares. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. um, and those are the parts, that there's, we'll get into the parts that stuck with me. Other parts of this movie I did not remember at all. I would say two-thirds of this movie I don't remember at all. About a third of, uh, I did. So, that's my history with it. And I've never seen the original. Um, Alex, what's your history with this film? I've also never seen the original. I didn't even know this was a remake. Um, yeah, me either. But yeah, I also saw it once as a kid. I think my dad rented it when it was close to Halloween in October, like way back when. Uh, but now recently when I watched it, and <laughs> I always get excited when I watch a movie and I see that Canon Films logo at the beginning. It's like, oh yeah. man, there's yeah. a good chance Golan, this movie's going to be awesome. Golan Globus, yeah. Yeah, it was going to be badass. And although this movie was a badass, it still had a lot of... Yeah, it had a lot of good things going for it. So, okay, yeah, I'll uh, probably Scott. be showing it to my kids in Halloween. Uh, also, have not seen the original. I do not remember if I've ever watched anything from this movie, so I'll just go ahead and count this as the first time that I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it for the podcast, and uh-huh. uh, I think we, we watched it all for free on YouTube. Yeah, just like <laughs> Arena. And apparently Stone Cold, also on YouTube for free. So, yeah. It's a YouTube renaissance. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pro tip. If you can't find a movie you want to watch, uh, just check YouTube. Because sometimes they're old enough and bad enough that no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> just put them on there. And yeah. Someone's like, down. public domain, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Gold jacket, green jacket. <laughs> Alright, uh, well let's get into it. As usual, we each picked out seven movies. We're talking about seven uh, items from the movie. <laughs> it's a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. My, my number seven is, who the fuck sleeps with a sack full of pennies? 
fucking more, nerd. More to say about you. the pennies, but yes. <laughs> that makes no sense. Other than, okay, your plot is a copper is what you, you use to fire your guns. But like... <laughs> oh, good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. I love you. I'm gonna sleep with my sack full of pennies, because... I don't know. If you're in prison, maybe you sleep with a sack full of pennies. <laughs> <laughs> prison, prison pennies? Yeah. Yeah. That, does, that doesn't make any uh, sense. I just, that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> I was dying. Um, so yeah, because at first when he does it, it's like, is it marbles? Even that really doesn't make much sense, but okay, I can see a boy sleeping with his favorite marbles. And then, no, it's a sack full of pennies. Yeah, sack full of pennies. All right, Alex, what's your number six? My number seven is the knockoff, the knockoff Superman credits. Oh, God. <laughs> Went on oh, never ending. Man, most oh of the time I fast forward to those. For whatever reason, I just, I toughed it out. I don't know why. <laughs> because it's like, okay. And then you got, like, sometimes the variation and there was two credits stacked on top of each other. Whoa, watch out. <laughs> and then there was that one shot where it was like four executive producers came in. And it was like, oh, my God. It's not going to get was, any better than this. It, you know. I didn't know this never happened to me before, but it was making me nauseous. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then when the movie finally starts with that opening scene with with him and his dad stargazing, it's like, all of these credits could have easily fit <laughs> into this introductory scene, like, accompanying everything. Just put, like, the, a quick fade in, fade out of each credit. Had, had to pad out that 135, oh, 40 my minutes. Gosh, I guess so. <laughs> it's like, no, I spent all this time ripping off Superman for these credits we're fucking using them yeah oh, I was dying honorable <laughs> mention for me yeah, it. it was ridiculous it's <laughs> like oh my gosh uh. alright Scott number seven <laughs> number seven is it's it's a weird nitpick but I it, it seems so bizarre to me so that very how bizarre so bizarre, how bizarre. Do, 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 do. so in that that opening scene you're talking about, the mom comes out to, to have them go inside, and the back porch has no steps. It's like almost a two foot drop, and she just jumps down. Like, it, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, maybe, maybe <laughs> there was maybe there were steps on the other end of the porch that we never see, but it was just like that. That whole back porch, there's just like this big drop off. It didn't. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like that, they had the actress like, okay, we need you to jump down, <laughs> but it's like a normal thing, so just pretend. It wasn't like the the steps went in one direction, but she like he took a shortcut up by doing. No, there was no steps at all. There like, was nothing at all. It was like a solid like foot and a half. Like there should have been a step there or something. Like, <laughs> um, like it, it was weird. I don't know like why it was so weird to me, but. Um, if you guys feel like doing it, it's right there in the beginning. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's such a just weird. Fast forward all the, through all the credits. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. First time you see. Not worth it. <laughs> if you have to go through those credits, yeah, yeah. not worth it. Um, so that's my number seven. Just, just I don't, I don't know why they did that, other than just like they didn't want to have a wider shot and have her walk all the way down the back porch. Like, but anyway. <laughs> okay, uh, my number six is I liked how. They use shadows to, in this movie to cover people's faces and just this. I just Ooh, really yeah. cool shadows and silhouettes and stuff. I really enjoyed that. Um, I was at the first half of this movie or third of this movie is a lot creepier than the second 
half of the movie where it's just aliens and military guys, but what's him and dealing with his parents and cops and everyone turning, the shadows mm-hmm. really help out a lot there. I thought it was really creepy. I like that. Agreed. Uh, Alex, number six. My number six is... I usually really hate this because it's just lazy bullshit writing, but the ending where it was all a dream, uh, I kind of liked on this movie. Uh, I think it was because like the whole movie was so you know cheesy, and the whole time it's like what well, it, it seems it seems like a kid was writing all the dialogue and setting up all the scenes and everything. So it's like oh it was in his head and that's why everything was so you know terrible. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he gets audience so, with the general. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> which is higher up on my list. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I kind of like that. In the in this instance, I think it was appropriate. I well, a little I bit know, kind, of, kind of something to say about that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, Alex. But then he Thank wakes you. up from the dream, and it still happens, so you don't know, or did it? I know? Now no. then, maybe that's another dream, and he wakes up. He's like, "Oh shit, it really happened." <laughs> that, Who knows? That dream within a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Scott number six. Number six is when the dad and the other guy from the telephone company just walk out of the bushes. <laughs> that was great. Even like a double take. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, they walk straight out of the bushes, and the mom's like, oh, there you are. Like, she barely thinks anything of it. Yeah. Like, so weird. Like, I, I, I get it. They have to show them, like, that they were out there on the hill or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. It's just such a bizarre, like, <laughs> it's right out of the bushes. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's, yep. everything's cool, though. <laughs> They're in suits, too. It's not like they were in those orange jumpers or whatever that the, the other guys were. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's a right. weird shot. Uh, on to my number five, and it d- d- didn't seem as creepy now, but as a kid, just the visual of the path. That leads to the hill. Creep me out, man. It's just I think it's the not it's the way it's lit and just not knowing what's on the other side. Um, you know, it's the cover of the, the poster. Um, that worked for me. And, it, and this time, it's still there. It's not as scary to me, but I just the visual I, I liked. I just remember more as a kid, like freaking me out. Um, mm-hmm. And it kind of, said it kind of works. Uh, not as scary now, but the visual I liked. So the path leading to the hill with a little picket fence and. Not a picket fence, but a little fence. And... Yeah. So that's my number five, Alex. My number five is this is <laughs> in the latter half of the movie where they encounter those two weird looking uh, bowl ass face aliens. And the one of the NASA guys <laughs> just goes up to him. He's like, it's, hey, it's all right, boys. And I thought this. Yeah, I thought this exactly as the other Marine was saying the line. How does he know they're boys? <laughs> and that caused <laughs> like a little bit of that mental feedback. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. So that's uh, that's going to stick out in my mind forever now. <laughs> it's all right, boys. How does he know they're boys? <laughs> all right, Scott, number five. Number five is uh, Chekhov's bag of pennies. Um <laughs> So, 
Mm-hmm. They go out of their way to be like, oh, they need copper. They need copper this and copper that. So, like, the pennies are actually kind of important. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He just uses them as a club. He, he clubs Nurse Ratchet in the face. Um, yeah, but there's the more important penny. Right. He still has the other penny. That's true. Um, yeah, so, the 1958 D. Yeah. By, by the way, what kind of kid collects pennies? But and it's just, it, it's, it's just like last... Just like critters, like what kind of kid is allowed to make M80s in his spare time? But um, <laughs> yeah, the so we get to see like why he was carrying around that giant bag. We never hear the bag of pennies, by the way. Like <laughs> maybe it's just so densely packed that it doesn't jingle. Um, but well, but, no, because his no, his dad takes that bag of pennies from him. And he finds that later inside the spaceship. Does he? Yeah. Okay, I missed that. Remember when he was pretending to sleep and his dad comes in when he's all, you know, taken yeah. over and you think he's going to, like, strangle him or kidnap the kid right. and he just grabs a sack of pennies? No, he grabs the jar. He doesn't grab the sack. Oh, damn, you're right. The kid sleeps with the sack, like Jeff was saying. Oh, that's right. Like, which is yeah, weird. But, what gives? Um, but, uh... And then, oh, okay. okay, so... Well, I'm wrong about that. So, like, that's kind of weird. The weirder part is, like, why does the other alien eat her? Because it's funny. Oh, because, yeah, he, she he, she fell in. I, I guess that's it. Yeah, like, that's all I got yeah. out of it. I, don't know. I mean, the other one was laughing. Like, he thought it was mm-hmm. funny somehow. Like, it, it was... It, I mean, I, I guess, I guess in, the, in the fever, child dream logic of the movie, yeah, I guess it 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 makes some sense, but yeah, it yeah. Just, Nurse, Nurse Ratchet had to get hers. Yeah, it's 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 weird. But oh, anyway, poor poor Louise Fletcher. Like <laughs> she she's uh, she actually passed away this year. Um, oh, I know. Two like two of my favorite all time villains. So I was gonna make like a top 10 list of like pop culture villains like she'd she'd be two of them um mm-hmm. it like what, this and <laughs> yeah this yeah um no uh, nurse ratchet and kai Wen from deep space nine um oh she's she's a fantastic villain on that but uh like a recurring villain um yeah just to see i on one one hand it's fun to see her ham it up but the other is just like, is <laughs> like how, she won an Oscar. <laughs> it's kind of kind of. I uh, think in the trivia they said like as they were shoving her into the monster's belly or whatever. She's like, I won an Oscar for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, give give her credit for being game for like the dumb shit that was going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's number five is the pennies and how they wind up. Having, uh, what, what was t- I don't remember the teacher's name, but uh, Louise Fletcher getting eaten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, my number four, and and I, I like as I mentioned earlier, I don't remember stuff. I really don't remember any of the military stuff from this movie. Like as a kid, I remember everything in the beginning. Not everything, but I, that all made sense. All the military stuff really did. I didn't remember it all. But when he goes to the general's office and they send him away, and they bring in the guys who go look, who 
said nothing was there or whatever, and they turn, and then that fight that happens in that office is fucking gold. Like, out of nowhere, people just start flying through doors, karate chopping and kung fuing these guys. <laughs> yeah. and, oh, how do they know? They just out of nowhere, just there's like 20 guys just jump in the room. I, yeah, that's, that's why he's a good general. He's an ambush. <laughs> oh, my Planned God. the whole thing. I was dying that thing. Yeah. I, sw- I swear the walls are moving on the set. It's the whole thing. There's so many good people are in there. <laughs> they uh, they got their money's worth with like the military deployment scenes. In this by oh, the yeah. way, Jesus Christ! Pretty sure there's like real tanks and helicopters, and it's really the trivia. Mm-hmm. There were real Marines in some of those yeah. scenes, like real like yeah, like groups of them like being deployed in different places. And, and then I just had like the military music playing the whole time, like as. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I guess I saw how was the trivia or behind the scenes where they were saying they tried to use the Air Force because, you know, it's aliens and stuff. And, and like, NASA. Oh, we can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, we can, no, we no longer, we don't have a, we can't state one way or the other on aliens or blah, blah, blah. And the Marines, I guess, response was, we have no problem killing extraterrestrials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, let's see, let's see. <laughs> we have no qualms about killing Martians. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty much the line in the movie. Like, I, I, I was like <laughs> wondering for a second, like, would Marines be guarding a NASA base? And I was like, I, I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> no. yeah, so, because they're doing a super secret yeah. rocket to Mars. Because they, did, they didn't let on. They found more it than what so the press secret knew. and right. so secure that they just left one guy to guard the runway when they were going to take off in like five minutes. <laughs> well, he was their top man. Oh, uh, Top man. All right. <laughs> Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is oh, the dad at breakfast. Right, right the next day. That was so freaking eerie. It was so good. Like, everybody played it very well. And all the actors did a great job. And the real star is, of course, the music was great. Because it was still, like, it still had the, the perfect, like, idyllic. It's breakfast and, like, out in the sticks in the countryside. You know, all nice and cheery. And, like, having a heartfelt moment with Senator's dad at the breakfast table. But underscoring that was like this eerie tone uh that you could barely hear it's very barely audible but it's right there and it's it like oh, it just kept me on edge the whole time it was great yeah his dad kind of looking like will ferrell in that red robe <laughs> i kept i kept picturing phil hartman in that same role by the way i guess i was watching the movie yeah mm. see that um yeah it's the fucking eerie. tic-tacs <laughs> tic-tacs of the coffee yeah, and they set it up the night before. Just that it's the perfect. He's got like you know, it's the perfect life. His parents are so sweet. They tuck him in every night. He's looking at stars. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, for his dad to act like that was really weird. Mm-hmm. They let him cuss too. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, all right, Scott, number four. I'm um, number four. Is the aliens are interesting? Um, some some cool Stan creature Winston, work, baby. Yeah, it's some cool creature yeah. work, like. I was reading how they did it. It was, it was cooler how they did it than actually seeing them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Like the Krang <laughs> alien. Um, I don't know which came first, uh, to be quite honest. This came out in 86. No, this, no, this yeah, this movie came this first. This was in first? Okay. Like, yeah. I wonder if Krang was based on... Must have. I mean, they're identical. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. I'm like, okay, that's cool looking. But the only point where they were actually like truly creepy... Was was when the Krang uh, alien said, "Poor little guy, 
poor little guy. Yeah. Like, okay, that was Jesus. that was genuinely creepy. Um, yeah, I thought he said start to react. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shredder. <laughs> Where's my robot? <laughs> so, like, all the things the aliens did, like, like as aliens, you know, not pretending to be humans, uh, I think that was the creepiest point. So, yeah, that's about yeah. number four. All right. Uh, on number three, and... The ending in the parents' room. So he wakes up from the dream and he runs in there. And I remember that scared the shit out of me. Like, just because I think the movie was scaring me so much. And then when you find out it's a dream, I think I was relieved. And then when that happened, I just, oh, and just that I have more to say this is my number one, but just running to your parents when you're scared at night running your parents room for safety and then that happened like that never just hit me to the core it's just like no <laughs> uh yeah and it's a stupid and it's a typical horror ending right like it's over but it's not over right you have jason coming out of the swamp you have yeah. the hand coming out of the grave but, it's like one of those but, but like mm-hmm. yeah i was i didn't like it but you know it's, it's the kid thing like really is there anything scarier as a kid and then thinking like waking up from bad dream won't save me. Like it'll still be there. That's yeah. It's like psychologically that's going to be worse for a kid. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that ending just as a kid, like I said, that was the, that was so of things that stuck with me. That was one that I knew exactly how this movie ended. I did not forget that at all. Uh, Alex number three. My number three is Mrs. I kept hearing Mrs. McFelch <laughs> as Lois Fletcher's character. McFelch. Yeah, McFelch. But it was Mrs. McKelt. McKelch <laughs> with a K. <laughs> uh, she was fantastic. She was creepy. She was an asshole even before the aliens put their little antenna. Yeah, she's got in the there. weird van. Like full of down food. by the river, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she used to go by the river catching frogs. The the eating the frog thing was actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, in, in the auspices of like this is a kids horror movie. Like, mm-hmm. like that's a that's a pretty cool like. David Gardner, yeah. so like, chasing him down the street like rigs. <laughs> uh yeah, Louis Fletcher did a fantastic job, and then she got eaten. She got eaten. Yeah. All right, Scott, number three. Uh, per my notes, this is mostly a kids' movie, but yeesh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, had, yeah. I, had, I had a hard time with this. Like, uh, this is definitely twenty minutes longer than it needed to be. Um, I agree with that. A little bit, yeah. Like mo- most of this wasn't working for me, but I, I kept thinking like, this is clearly a kids' movie. Um, so I was letting a lot of stuff slide, but even then, like, it just, some of it, like, I don't know if it's insulting the kids, but, like, they just didn't bother with certain things, like, most of the plotting, um, just, the way they just, the whole middle part of the movie is just them running around aimlessly, um, I mean, I, 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 it makes... The movie makes a lot more sense from the like, okay, it's from a, a kid's point of view. It's all a dream. But we don't get that till the very end. Uh, so, like, I, I don't know, like, how that's supposed to work. Like, how are you supposed to judge the movie? Like, 
As, as you're watching it, you're like, okay, this is pretty tame. Like, this is mostly for kids, but it's yeah. not until the very end when you when you get the, like, okay, it makes sense, like, why the dialogue is so awful and <laughs> why do people make choices that they do and, and, and lots mm-hmm. of other stuff. Like, uh, it's a nice surprise at the end. Eh. I, wish it, I wish it didn't take so long to get there. <laughs> no. I'll agree with you with that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I, why I, was, I liked it. It's like, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe like I was a kid, I would I would have like had some fond memories of it. But yeah, I just wasn't feeling like the like they they didn't make. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is like I don't feel like they made a good kids movie here either. Um, so yeah, Meh. fair enough. Like I said, yeah, I I, I had it. I liked it. Well, I don't know if I even liked it, but. A lot of this stuff is more nostalgic for me than anything. So yeah, if you're just if I watch this for the first time right now, I'm sure I would not like anything. All right, uh, so we're on to my number two, and it is the scariest part for me as a kid was eating the frog when she turned around and had that frog in her mouth. <laughs> that's good shit. That is that uh, is a really good. Yeah. Just first of all, the teacher having that creepy room back there, a little, and then yeah, and turn around, and I don't even. To be honest, I don't think I ever saw her eat the whole thing completely because I'd always just turn the screen <laughs> and never away. close my eyes. I don't, I don't remember going down that long. I just remember her turning around, and I specifically have, remember multiple times that image popped in my head going to sleep or in a dream or as I was running <gasps> in my parents' room and like just freaking out. That, that fucked me up, man. Ugh, still creepy. Worked on me as a kid. Not so much now, but as a kid. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Alex, number two. My number two is I really like the special effects. Uh, the explosion on the uh, rocket was fantastic. Yeah, that was a one in a million shot because I really like the way that they caught that sheet metal. <laughs> what was supposed to be sheet metal was perfectly flying towards the camera so much so that I thought it was going to hit the lens at one point. It's like, oh man, what a great shot! I I and, like the three uh, D truck. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Three <laughs> D truck was amazing. Uh, the the explosion that they had in the uh, sand pit that was great uh, when they tried to set charges and then the the all the marines almost got swallowed up. Uh, all the stu- all the 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 drill the with the lights in the front of it inside the the spaceship. Drill was pretty cool. Yeah. The... Yeah. Oh, the way they did the rippling sand, and then it, it ended up like that spinning whirlwind type of like a whirlpool type of thing, and then they did the the film in reverse to fill it back up. That was great. Yeah, how, I, I was trying to figure out how they showed people getting swallowed because that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know how to do that. How they would have done that safely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully, there's some like behind the scenes footage somewhere. On how how they did that. Mm. Yeah, pretty pretty nice stuff. And like yeah. you said, Stan Winston was involved. I mean, like the one of the writers is Dan O'Bannon. That's the guy from Alien. Yeah, Alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Stan Winston, and there were a couple other big names involved in this. Yeah, like Toby, John Dykstra. John Dykstra, yes. Toby Hooper. Like it's, it's got a Pedi- pedigree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just Some yeah. Good stuff going on. Yeah, and Stan Winston was working on this and Aliens at the same time, Correct. apparently. Yeah. So that's why the ship was all Giger-esque as well. 
I can't, sorry, I didn't see the trivia that uh, was a Bud Quartz character who had one of those devices when they're scanning. Like it's the exact same thing from. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it was Savic. I think it was Savic. Yeah, either I don't know if it was Rathacon oh, or the okay. third one, but Savic is using it. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott, number two. Do that yet? Nope. No, no. Number two is the kid running. Every, every scene <laughs> the kid is running, I was dying. Like he's like Tom Cruise. He's going full like windmill. Like, <laughs> like the director's telling him, "Run fast, but can't go too fast." Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. screaming at the top of his lungs like it, it was. God, it, it's it's. They, so, I don't know how you remember Robin Hood Men in Tights, but they're making fun of the. The kid from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, and that kid's like running around like screaming with his arms flailing. Like it was like the same thing. Um, it's just every scene though he's like running is just so awful, like. Just want just something great. If the director was like, "Yeah, let's go back and and just run normally." Like, <laughs> you can scream. That's fine. Just uh, don't stop windmilling your arms. Yeah. Is again from the the fever dream of a child. Like this is how he's picturing himself, I guess. But oh man, the scene mm-hmm. when they're at the gas station and the. <laughs> Fletcher's chasing after him. Yeah. (laughs) They're both running super (laughs) slow. That was great. (laughs) It was like, well, she was probably going about as fast as she could. No, you could tell she was, uh, she was slowing down. And the director's like, she's got to stay in frame. Yeah, God. (laughs) And then the car pulls up, not quick enough, so he has to, like, run back to the car. Yeah. They didn't really show how he he got away from her. They just kind of cut. And he's, like, running away. Yeah, he just, he just ran away. All right, uh, on to number ones. My number one, when I, and I think this is what the creepiest part of the movie was for me, is that it was the parents that got taken over. So the one, and then the cops and your teachers. Like as a kid, the people that you go to in these situations, you couldn't. Right, you couldn't go to your parents, couldn't go to your teacher, you couldn't go to the police. Like all these things, and I think that is what I really enjoyed about this, looking back on it. Like, oh, the execution wasn't great, but as a kid, just, like, the fact that your parents were the ones where you go to and you're scared and bad stuff and you couldn't do it. And then the next level, like I said, your te- all, you don't know many people as a kid, right? You, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. your parents, your siblings, aunts, uncles, or whatever. You know your teacher. And then it all those fellows just go to the police or whatever, right? And none of those people he could go to. And I, I just thought that was it's a, makes it really cool. And that's what I remember the most about it. Um, it took, you know, and then I'm a t- military, I guess. You know, yeah. step up from the police, and you could trust mm-hmm. them, I guess. And then, then again, yeah. little boy's fantasy is like gets to, to play out like the war stuff. Right. <laughs> no, it fails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact that you can't go to to the people you're supposed to be able to trust is I, as a little boy that was it's a good thing for this movie. One of the few bright spots for this that yeah. makes it work. Um, Alex, number one. My number one is the creature effects. Again, we just talked about Stan Winston, John Dykstra, like heavyweights back in the day for creature effects and model making and and special effects all around. So those creatures, uh, well, when they weren't moving, they looked pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of goofy looking, but they were pretty menacing. Uh, The Krang was 
I think the best creature in the movie. Yeah, that was scary. The other ones weren't yeah, really scary. Really fucking creepy. Um, I also like the design of the needle machine. Man, that was really fucking slow. How did they inject those things into the cops when they went over the hill and they came right back? Yeah. Like, that was fast. Yeah. Man, it was really slowing up. Yeah. All right. Scott, number one. That number one was just a, a line that I have to think that they, they did as a joke. But it, it was cracking me up. Um, is like, toward the very end... When again, makes total sense. The kid's the one that comes up with the solution. Um, about how they need pennies or they need copper, um, and the general says like, like he's rummaging through his own pockets. Like he says, "Great Scott, hasn't anybody got a penny?" And then this random marine comes up and says, "We don't take loose change into combat, sir." <laughs> Such a, such a like deadpan like, (laughs) like I, I, oh man, it was such a brilliant line uh, that. So I I watched a special on that, and they said that's it was written that one of the offers one of the military guys puts the penny in, and then the marine said no, and they they said that exact line, and so they rewrote the script to have this whole penny thing and that the boy had a special penny from his dad okay. I mean, it makes, and they liked it enough yeah. that they had to include it in the movie like. I, mean, I, mean, I, guess, I mean it makes it makes sense like I mean I, I yeah. don't know much about, about the military but it makes sense that they wouldn't take loose change into combat yeah. but just for them to have to do that whole exposition of, yeah. <laughs> we don't take loose combat into change we don't take loose change into combat so like you see, having to explain this to the general like <laughs> uh, oh man this I was dying. It was just some random guy too. Like it wasn't even like the captain or, or <laughs> Yeah. Like I guess the captain was the only other like speaking person other than the guy that got taken over, but yeah, it was just so weird. Alright. Um there's one last bit of trivia I, I read is that the nurse was actually the mom of the boy. Okay. In real life. Yeah. Something like that. So, so honorable mention, um, their relationship was super weird. Um, at first, she's like helping him out, and then he takes like total lead, and she just kind of like passively goes along with everything. Again, as you're watching it, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Um, but you're like, oh, it's his dream, or like he's he has this adult to help him, but he's actually the one in like in charge, I guess. Um, yeah, and if yeah, if you go by that, you know, through that lens of like, okay, you're a boy, all you know, and teachers, teachers are all old, but the nurse is kind of young and pretty, right? Like then, yeah, he, he, right, like he can add that to his. Oh, I'll have she's in my fantasy too, or something, yeah. right? Like I can see that. <laughs> I mean, he had like some, like like yeah. an innocent crush on her or something, yeah, right? Uh, exactly, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, that and I swear to God, like half the dialogue in this movie was was either. Him, the kids yelling out Linda, or Linda yelling out David, mm-hmm. and then the other like half of what was left was the general yelling out David, David. or or the other characters yelling out David. I guess <laughs> his name gets said so many times in this movie. Oh man, uh, that... that's what I've always commented on Titanic. The last 
hour of that movie is Jack and Rose is the only yeah, dialogue Jesus. in that yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. Um, so that there's, there's a lot of ADR in this. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, the um, you, just one more note on the aliens, like they kind of suck. Like it, it seems like their whole plan is predicated on a couple of people stumbling upon them. But once people are aware, like just like a, a handful of Marines had no problem taking them out. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see when they come back, we'll be ready for them. And they're slow moving too. Like, it seems like that, that, that whatever ray gun is like super easy to dodge too. So yeah. Gotta catch people yeah. sleeping. <laughs> what is that thing? Zap. Alright. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, mm-hmm. one being garbage, seven being perfection. Ah, this is hard for me. Uh today I give this movie a two. <laughs> as a as a young boy, I would give it I mean, I didn't like it because it scared the shit out of me, but uh, looking back on it, I would give it a five. I, I'll, I'll give it a four. That's a, I'll give it a generous four. That's where I'm at with this. <laughs> Alex. I'm going to give this a five. Wow. Um, yeah, I still thought it was pretty fun. Uh, I really liked it, especially the creature effects. They did some really good things with building some, some of the tension scenes. It was great, and I can't wait to watch this with my kids. Halloween, right around the corner. <laughs> All right. Let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Scott. Okay. Uh, yeah, give this a three. Um, might might have gone even lower, but I realize this is a kid's movie, so it's a little harder for me yeah. to, to judge that. And then realizing that maybe it's all supposed to be from his point of view, which is why, again, the, the dialogue and, and plotting and <laughs> some of it's just so bad. Um, yeah. So when I write my screenplay, I'm gonna to have to. I'll just do that. Yeah, it's from a kid's point <laughs> yeah, of view. Yeah. It's, it's all That's why it's so poorly written. Uh, so smart. So yeah, a, a three. Like under, under the, those two auspices, I, I wasn't too irritated with the movie. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now it's time for a crossover topic, which is top. <laughs> we had dick teachers, asshole teachers, mean teachers. Yeah. Uh, Mine slips a little bit into other faculty, but they're still a part of this. You know. I purposely avoided principals because we said teachers. I did that too because principals is easy. Yeah. Because all principals are dicks. Yeah. They're like they're basically the stupid chiefs of, uh, of the academic <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah. Deans and, I said deans, away and from chief, deans and principals. Principals yeah. and coaches. I, I kept it to teachers. Oh yeah. Uh, but they could be teaching some more fantastical elements than just English and math and stuff. So. Right. All right. Well, with that, um, this one might be cheating. It's not. She's not really a bad teacher, but she she uh, doesn't let Ralphie. Uh, she gives him a bad grade <laughs> in his report. So the teacher from Christmas Story. Well, technically, she's not a bad teacher. She's mean, and she gave him a bad review or a bad grade on his report, and told him he'd shoot his eye out. So and then and then, oh wait, that's the mom. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna make a. Uh... Yeah, slap, shot, slap shot, slap yeah. shot. Oh, then you saw her nipples. nipples. That was that was the bomb. That wasn't. <laughs> All right, Alex, number five. 
My number five is Mr. Hand from Fast Times at Richmond High. My number four. Uh, yep. I put him down as number five because uh, there's a twist at the end of the movie. And I'll let you talk about it, Joe. Nope, go for it. That he's not actually an asshole? No, he is an asshole, but he actually goes to Spicoli right to his house to teach him at least one thing. He wants the student to learn one thing at least. And he succeeds. So he's a good teacher. He's still kind of a dick. He ate his pizza, bro. (laughs) All right, Scott, number five. Um, So this one, he's not a dick teacher, but... He's, uh, he kills some of the students, um, <laughs> just not necessarily the ones that are trying to, so there was this weird movie that I saw in theaters in the late nineties, um, called The Substitute with, with, with Tom Berenger. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Well, I remember, I never saw it, but I So he's a mercenary movie. and like a friend of his doesn't even get killed, gets like beat up. And she's a teacher. So he pretends to be a substitute teacher to like figure things out for some reason. Oh, like mm-hmm. um, kindergarten cop. Yeah, Got basically it. like kindergarten yeah. cop. But it turns into like a, uh, a like stand and deliver where he's actually like teaching the kids stuff. But then it devolves into this whole like giant shootout in the school. And like, <laughs> and, like Mark Anthony's in it and it's weird. And uh, yes, yeah, so he's, so he's basically an asshole for like starting a shootout in the in the school like so there you go and his name's mr shale i had to look, I had to look that up because i did not remember but uh, the substitute then, all right treat williams takes over the mantle yeah yeah it takes over for tom Berenger in the, in the sequels yeah <laughs> well who took over for who took over for tom Berenger in the sniper movies oh jesus was there more than one sniper yeah, movies yeah was, oh, so there was Tom Berger and Billy Zane, right? Right. Yeah. Fuck if I know, man. Like <laughs> that's that's a tough one even for me. Jeez. Uh, was it Cody from? Uh... No, that, uh, that was Kickboxer. Uh, oh yeah, that was yeah, Sasha. A bunch of Sasha something. Uh... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, there, I mean, there's tons of sniper movies. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh... Um, there's like one every year. <laughs> Jesus. Well, like most of them, I don't know if they're all the same. Most of them now are uh, Steven Seagal. Yeah, he and they're hilarious because <laughs> he like will be like he'll be sniping with his shitty sunglasses on and like, oh my god, it makes no sense. So that must have been we were in Mexico and I was trying to find something to watch on TV and I was like, what is this? And it scrolled and it panned. The sniper, and it was Steven Seagal wearing sunglasses. It must have been that. Like, one. he has to be a sniper because he, he literally can't move anymore. He just like, lies he, down. He just, yeah. He can only act from, like, a sitting or prone position. Like, <laughs> like just no energy. Like, yeah. Well, well it looks like uh, nobody took over from Tom Berenger. Except for, in Sniper Reloaded, it was Billy Zane that came back. Billy Zane. And then, but then Sniper Legacy, Tom Berger came back. <laughs> so, the search wow. for more money. <laughs> yeah. Sniper Ghost Shootout. I think Billy Zane is in that one. And Sniper Ultimate Kill, Billy Zane again. So, yeah, nobody took over for these guys. Wow. Sni- Sniper The Last Job. <laughs> Plot twist. He 
doesn't actually snipe. He just becomes a CPA. <laughs> or he's just buying shit on eBay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four is Mr. Hand from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So, Alex, what's your number four? My number three? No. Four. Oh, no, wait. My number four. That's yeah. right. Is, uh, I forget the character's name, but Matthew Broderick from the movie Election. That's a good one. Yeah. Thought about that movie was fucking was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a bad teacher. That's, a, that's I recommend that, but that's that's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't need to see this again. <laughs> that's, yeah, this that's is a, a rough that's watch. A yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Alex, number four. I mean, sorry, Scott, number four. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. In- <laughs> so right, number four is un, un, uh, like unqualified dick teacher, and that's Dolores Umbridge. Uh, Amelda Staunton from the Harry Potter movies books oh she's super hateable so good on her although they basically leave her to to be gang raped by a bunch of like centaur which is kind of (laughs) fucked up but she's super evil so there you go yeah she had the time of her life I wouldn't go that far but uh alright um my number three, <laughs> abort. <laughs> my number three, um, he's kind. Of, he's not really a teacher per se, but he's a master, and there are younglings and padawans. Mace Windu is a fucking dick. <laughs> yes, you believe is this boy? Yeah. Oh man. That. And then when Anakin goes to tell him about Palpatine, and he's like, "I don't trust you." But if this is correct, you may have earned my respect. I'm like, fuck you. Like, I just told you where this shit is. And I'm going to cut your hands off and throw you out a window. Damn. Uh, that makes me want to add pie made to my list. So, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that... uh, yeah. Wait. Were you talking about Kung Fu? Kung Pao? No. Um, <laughs> Kill Bill. Kill Bill. You're talking about Kill Bill. But what about Kung Pao? That <laughs> I have ter- purposely taught him yeah. that. <laughs> That's the worst oh, yeah, we, we, we taught it bad on purpose. <laughs> See how you like my ball, your balls to my fist technique. Well, my balls to your fist technique. It's got to be your bowl. Anyway, Mace Windu, my number three. Alex, number three. My number three is Jerry Hathaway. Hey, it's my the, number three, too. Yeah, professor Good. from Real Genius. Great minds, Alex. Mm-hmm. Real geniuses we are. Wait, is that um, William Atherton? Yeah, Dickless. Dickless. I thought he was a dean. Nope, professor. Because I kept seeing people, and they're all like deans and principals. Yeah, I saw him too, but I thought he was okay. That's right, he was a professor. Right, I'll allow it. You amazing asshole, aren't I? (laughs) All right, so that was both your number threes. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two, I, I had to go with Mrs. Krabappel, or Miss Krabappel. She's not married, right? Yeah, Miss Krabappel. <laughs> uh, oh, she was married. Oh, was she? Yeah. So is she misses or Miss in the show? No, she's Mrs. Okay. Um, yeah, she doesn't really care. She's just smoking and just, I don't know. But she's not a terrible teacher, but is she? She might be. I don't know. Uh, tri- trivia, what? She makes Bart right on the board every day. What is what is the name of Lisa's teacher? <laughs> uh, Mrs. Hoover. Is it Mrs. Hoover? Yeah. I thought yeah. I, I thought Ralph was in the same grade as Bart. Lisa. 
But it's Lisa? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, she's a pretty apathetic teacher, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have to admit something. Oh my God, the other day, this is literally me being, being Homer Simpson. <laughs> the, the, the joke that Homer... Oh, it's back to school night or whatever, and Marge says we have to go see Krabappel, and he goes, her name is Krabappel. I've been calling her Crandall. <laughs> I'm so, I just now got I got that joke like two weeks ago. Like I'm just sitting there thinking of like, well, it's funny that he thinks it's Crandall, but no, the real joke is he's just, he would think it's supposed to be crab apple, right? And like, oh, yeah. God. I did not. I don't know. I just popped Crandall. in my head. I'm sorry. Oh, she must think I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it. Simpsons still, still making me laugh with new jokes 20 years later. Um, all right, cool. Krabappel mm-hmm. is my number two. Alex, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is actually Mrs. Hoover. Okay. Uh, I know she... And it, she's got Lisa as a superstar, as a top student, but that's just more because of Lisa. I mean, all the other stuff that she does is like, eh. It's like, go to sleep, Ralph, while the other kids are trying to learn. <laughs> oh, boy, sleep. sleep. That's where I'm a Mikey. <laughs> that's a trial blade, Ralph. <laughs> yeah. And I and found it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, the Mr. Bergstrom episode, where she's like, oh, what was he what was he didn't follow my syllabus at all? What was he teaching you kids? That <laughs> life is worth living in your face, Hoover. Is there, isn't there an episode where she just like goes home, like she says like a nervous breakdown and leaves? I'll say yes because uh, there's been forty yes. years of The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, I think that's the one where Lisa steals all the teachers' editions of the books, so <laughs> she doesn't have the answers, and so she gets like really freaked out. <laughs> Another thing I just thought of was, remember when Lisa, she gets good at sports, or the hockey one, I think, where she gets good at sports, and then Millhouse yeah. goes, hey, Bart, because Lisa's good at sports, does that mean you're going to be good at school now? Maybe I will, Millhouse. <laughs> Maybe I Bart will. Simpson. Bart. Bart. Bart Simpson, stop raising your hand. You haven't gotten a single thing right. <laughs> that was great. Oh, God damn, I love that show. All right. Scott, number two. Uh, number two is Senior Chang from Community. Uh, okay. Ken Jeong, uh, who is basically the villain for the whole series, uh, <laughs> for for the better part of the series. Uh, certainly, like the villain when they have the weird, like epic one-off episodes, like with the paintball. Uh, but uh, yeah, pretty pretty much like what would make Ken Jeong like. <laughs> like gave him his career so between that the the one-off hangover hangover um mm-hmm. that's pretty much like he, he was pretty good in crazy rich asians and then most of the other things i've seen him in it's always mm-hmm. kind of like eh but uh yeah he's oh, he's sorry he's awful laura watches uh the mass singer oh yeah i can't i can't she oh he is all all through i was gonna say like worse than everybody else like i don't him and what's your face um (laughs) for the original anti-vaxxer um Uh, ronnie mcboobs from the kids (laughs) whatever her name is jenny Uh, mccarthy yes they are terrible they're so annoying she's still she's still alive 
Yeah, she's still alive. <laughs> okay. And then Alan Thicke's kid sounds just like him. Yeah, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Uh, he sounds just like his dad. Every time he talks, I'm, I think he's going to give Michael Seaver a life lesson or something. But No, he's not that good at an actor. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Um, yeah, sucks. His music sucks, too. <laughs> Hot take. I only know the one song. Sorry, oh, we lost a listener. Robin Thicke, I don't think he's going to listen to that Whatever he does. <laughs> or is that Pharrell in that part? I what's know. what's the Weird Al version of that song? Uh, I don't know. Damn, Damn. He's doing Blair, coke Blair lines. lines. Yeah, what's, oh, well, anyway. Um, Where are we at? Word Crimes. Number one. Word Crimes is the Weird Al version, sorry. Oh, that's right. I have heard that. Scott, you number two yet? Senior Chang, yeah. Yeah, all right. My number one, and you guys... This is the first one that came to mind, and he, even though he kind of ends up not being, I guess, the worst, but Snape, Professor Snape from Harry Potter, he's evil. But I know in the end, if I remember correctly, he's not that bad. Yeah. Even though he, well, he's he goes out of his way to be a dick to Harry. Which yeah, is, he's still an asshole. It's very much like as a teacher is like bad. So yeah, yeah, because his dad bullied him. Um, he bullied. <laughs> he has a goth kid, a goth wizard kid. He got bullied. So, Professor Snape from the Harry Potter movies. I have not read the books. Uh, uh, Alex, number one. Uh, my number one, uh, he's not a teacher, but I couldn't think of anybody else. And he's a, <laughs> the biggest dick that I could think of. The first one that I thought of for this list. And that's Mr. Strickland from Back to the Future. Yeah, Again, great, a great dick principal. But yeah. yeah, he's well, he's the vice principal. Vice right? principal, yeah. They're the yeah. worst. They're always dicks. That's yeah, their know. job. Yeah. <laughs> it is. At every fucking school that I've been to. Yeah. Vice principal. My vice principal in junior high made me turn my Bart Simpson shirt inside out. <laughs> I... Oh, done with homework? Yeah. And then, then it said, like, Orangabayai. <laughs> inside out, not backwards or... God damn it. <laughs> That's good. Right, Scott, number one. Um, number number one is Mr. Garrison. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should have thought of that. So when, when, yeah. when, when I think it was Jeff said Mr. Hand, I was thinking of the, the South Park Mr. Hand for a second. Mr. Hyatt. Mr. Hyatt. Um, but yeah, Mr. Garrison, who's uh, definitely a dick. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. this has gone through a wild ride over... Jesus Christ, like, how many, I don't know how many seasons are in now. Like, they're getting Simpsons territory now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he uh, yeah, said some pretty horrible things to the kids. Like, the, <laughs> like from the movie, uh, I don't I don't trust anything that bleeds for seven days, for three days and doesn't die. Like, uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I can't wait till I get some Charlie and I get myself some fucking poontang. Poontang. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison, I got a question. What's the big fucking deal, bitch? <laughs> what did you say? I'm pretty sure Mr. Garrison didn't say, eat penguin shit if you ask me longer. <laughs> <Be> longer. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, any honorable mentions? Yeah, I came up with a lot of principles. Yeah, yeah but just yeah. different lists, different lists. So I took this one off my list. Because I wasn't sure if it was a, what a bitch. 
<laughs> Miss Bliss. Um, <laughs> the, the the Twisted Sister music video. What do you want to do? Is that a teacher or is that his dad? I couldn't remember. I thought it was, they were in a classroom, right? That's what I thought. I was. Yeah, I think, I think it's a teacher. Okay. Maybe it's multiple people, but at least one of them is a teacher. So, yeah. All right, and with that, mm-hmm. it's time for Neil Alex No Sports. <laughs> I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? <laughs> so do you, do you guys do any uh, any betting? Any uh, online sports betting um, with Bet I mean, MGM? I mean, I have several bookies that I go to, but yeah. Ooh. No, it's not allowed in legal California yet. So it's yeah. all online. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they done fucked up <laughs> because somebody placed a bet. For the Houston Astros to beat the Phillies in the World Series, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 odds were supposed to be two hundred and fifty to one odds, but they added an extra zero, so it was two thousand five hundred and one odds. Uh oh. And on a, yeah, and on a fifty dollar bet, uh, if the Astros beat the Phillies in the World Series, he's set to win one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. I mean, if this is any kind of, like, regulated, like, sports, whatever, then they have to pay up, right? <laughs> yes. Yep. He made the bet while the glitch was still in effect, so they have to honor it. And now he's, it's just a wait and see. <laughs> uh, Astros are going to win. He's going to win that money. God damn, I hate the Astros. <laughs> Me mm-hmm. too. They haven't lost the game yet, have they? Because yeah. like, they're fucking cheating. Yeah, I'm... yeah probably. God, now if they win it, they're going to say, fuck you, you're cheating, you're cheating. Yeah, asterisks. Mm-hmm. still respect you as much as I do now. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Sports. Now it's time for Neom News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. Uh, so just a, a couple of trailers that I wanted to go over. The, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer dropped. Uh, I think Jeff, you said you'd watched it. I watched it <laughs> right before we started yeah, the right. show. Uh, Alex, have you had a chance? I have. All right. Um, so, um, as per the title, um, the the quantum realm is is once again um, featured heavily here. You know, not going too many spoilers. Um, it looks like everybody's back. You know, just that Disney flex of like, yeah, we can get like <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer to show up again. Yeah, no problem. Um, mm-hmm. this time is Cassie Lang is featured more heavily here uh, I forget the actress's name uh, but um, you know this whole time the MCU has been building up this younger roster I'm wondering if they they're doing a Young Avengers eventually if that's like going to be planned uh, she would definitely be a part of that uh, but at any rate wait who? Uh, Cassie Lang so oh, his daughter. His daughter, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's been requested twice now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder, you know, between like her and I guess Kate Bishop now from, from Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. And um, I mean, definitely Peter Parker would be in that group, I guess, but not anymore. Uh, and, and a couple others. But um, sorry, real quick. Um, what about Tony Stark and Pepper Potts' kid? That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that anything? Is that anything? From, from like, I, from the comics, I have, I have no idea about any of this stuff. Um, but 
Um, yeah, yeah, she could definitely carry the mantle. There's another girl. Yeah, she could be Ironheart. Although there is another girl that's going to be Ironheart. Um, okay. Uh, it's I don't think it's Morgan. Um, for the Iron Wars, maybe they got scrapped at this point. I don't know, but uh, actually, there was originally there was supposed to be an Ironheart. Yeah, that was again supposed to be the the, the I forget her name, but um. Yeah, she she would be one of the younger people as well. I guess America Chavez for people that watched uh, Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, the Multiverse yeah, yeah. of Madness. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, this this younger roster of people. Um, but it, anyway, back to Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, so um, spoilers. Uh, I don't know if it's the main villain, but definitely one of the villains is uh, going to be Kang. Um, the Conqueror, or one of his versions of him, um, mm-hmm. and they've already said they're, they're setting him up to be like the recurring like big villain here, uh, but he's definitely part of the Ant Man Rogues Gallery, as it were. Um, so it makes a lot of more sense here than maybe it did in Loki. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll see though if if the TVA gets mentioned at all. Um, any of that other stuff is, is relevant um, that happened in Loki. Um, we'll see if Wong shows up because <laughs> he's kind of the connective tissue at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, and uh, have, so uh, guys caught up on She Hulk? Yes or no? I'm not. Yes. Okay, so I won't say anything. But um, yeah, it looks it looks fun. Um, you know, I'll. Not definitely not as hyped for this as like, like you mentioned before, Jeff. Uh, um, Wakanda Forever, which is coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but I'll still see this coming out early next year. Uh, the other MCU trailer that dropped is the the Guardians holiday special. Oh, I haven't seen. I that. forget what the the actual title was. Um, so yeah, I won't spoil too much. Um, the trailer was pretty hilarious. Um, it looks like this is going to feature a lot more of the side guardians, <laughs> which is fine. I, I love Mantis and Drax. Um, they, they feature heavily into the trailer. Um, yeah. What do you consider side guardians? It's just not, uh, well, I, I guess, I guess it's not like Chris Pratt and, um, uh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. I, you know, I'd argue that Karen Gillum is, is. Like maybe not an A lister, but um, she's pretty yeah, in demand. But yeah, side. Yeah, um, they got uh, Sean. Get what I forget his character's name is though. The, the, um, the, oh, the other yeah. guy with the arrow now that doesn't know how to control it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm happy to see all of them. Um, you know, but uh, in, in the trailer, anyways, it's yeah, it's a lot of Drax, a lot of uh, Mantis, which again, I'm, I'm more than okay with. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm assuming this is going straight to Disney Plus. <laughs> um, I don't know why I, I didn't bother confirming that, but I can't see this like being a theater thingy. And this is just like a short, like before Ant Man or something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, or it, it, at any rate, um, yeah. If, if people are into it, check it out. Um, If you want to go in fresh, that's fine. Like, it did not get the impression that any of this was going to be like canon, as it were. Um, so, yeah, it just looks like a, a fun thing, kind of like the uh, 
the holiday, the Lego Star Wars, kind of something in that vein. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that when that drops. Assuming in December. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically it from me. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Yeah, I found something interesting. Uh, sometimes I fall into the IMDb rabbit hole. And I was wondering what Edgar Wright was up to after Last Night in Soho. And it seems to be in production, but he's remaking, uh, he's directing a remake of The Running Man. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So no details yet, of course. Just uh, futuristic United States of 2025 when the world has become a dystopia. So I don't know if it's going to follow the short. I want to say it was a short story by Stephen King. The sh- or the, Philip K. Dick. The the short story is very bleak. <laughs> so yeah. I, I hope they stick to more of the eighties action. Yeah, thing. the fun yeah, movie. Yeah, I hope uh, he does. But... So yeah, according to the trivia, already <laughs> there's only one, but Edgar Wright is is like the the film that he most wanted to remake. Uh, like out of his picks <laughs> is this one. So and I couldn't think of a better director than Edgar Wright, since he always puts in like 80s references in his movies anyways I, so i'm cautiously optimistically excited i'm i'm, I'm f- totally fine with with a remake where it's like i just want to remake this not a oh it's been 20 years since we did robocop so let's make another robocop like yeah <laughs> kind of thing where it's like because i don't think anybody's clamoring <laughs> for, for running running yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah, so. <laughs> What? But, you can't oh, remake perfection. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, but you're just plain if, zero. <laughs> if anybody can bring that franchise back to life, or that property back to life, I think it's Edgar Wright. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, cool. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's it for me. All right, Jeff. Anything you want to? Uh, been watching more Andor, really enjoying it. Have you guys watched any oh, yet, or no? Yeah, I'm caught up until episode seven. Okay, I, I'm I'm one or two behind. I have not okay. watched a single episode. It's so it's really fucking good. So you like all it, the right? stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, all the stuff that I was complaining early on that I wanted, you know, from a new Star Wars, it's delivering. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, it's fucking great. Yep. I agree, and, and I'm not going to jinx it by making a Jeff talk Star Wars episode, because every time I do that, the show ends up sucking, so... Uh, maybe after the whole season's done, we can go back yeah, and do it. maybe. But I'm really enjoying that. Um, since Scott hasn't seen it, I won't talk any more details there. Uh, did you guys watch The Werewolf by Night? Oh, oh yeah, I saw that too. Damn, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that one was awesome too. It was so that good. That was fun, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cheesy but fun. I'm going yeah. to get a point to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Because I knew nothing about anything in there. It's just a fun little, little horror movie. Yeah, throwback. A lot of good <laughs> good uh, old school filming techniques with modern twists to them. It's great. Yeah. Um, what else? The news. Uh, I guess Henry Cavill's been officially... Confirmed he's coming back to play Superman. So that's cool. As much as those DC movies haven't been my favorite, uh, he's been a really good Superman. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Isn't, isn't Black Adam out? I... 
I think the, so. the reviews are not good. I I for that still one. don't know anybody that's seen it. Like I, I I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah I, haven't seen it <laughs> I just wait for it to go to streaming, anyways. So. Well, yeah, it's 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 DC, so it'll probably be on HBO Max before too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so I heard it's basically The Rock is the one that's been pushing for this, and he's got so much clout right now in Hollywood, and, and yeah. I think he's just. He's just bringing his wrestling background. Like, okay, Black Adam has to have a an arch rival, an you know, a nemesis who's up to the task to push him, put him over, and I bet that's why. Like, I uh, anyway, um, for whatever the reason, uh, it's just good to see him back because I did like his him, him playing Superman, although the movies have been meh. And I guess I didn't know this Ben Affleck's coming back to do some Batman stuff, like smaller parts in some of these movies. So that's kind of cool because I liked him as Batman too. I just think they had good casting. Just yeah, like again, yeah, Cav- Cavill, like Cav- Cavill and and we've talked about this before. Cavill and um, Brandon Routh's like their biggest sin just was that they weren't um, uh, Christopher yeah, they weren't Christopher Reeves. So, like, you know, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> yeah. You know, Cavill's fine. Like, I, I do I do genuinely like Ben Affleck as, like, Bruce Wayne anyways. That, dude, older... that dick from Fashionable Man. Yeah. Uh, an older Bruce <laughs> Wayne. So, yeah. He'll, oh, if, oh, man, if I see Ben Affleck on the street one day. <laughs> gonna, oh, it's that dick from Fashionable Man. It, I'm sure he's never heard that. Before. I mean, it would just, it would just you know, be. not recently. It would just be weird at this point to have. <laughs> Uh, Pat Man show up in the like that that shared universe, right? Well, I don't know. The whole Flash mm-hmm. movie is supposed, to, you know, it's all multiverse stuff there. So I think that's what's yeah. going on with that. Yeah, okay. I don't know about the other stuff. Um, I still, I doubt they'll do it. But man, if Ben Affleck wanted to come back and like direct himself as a Batman, I think that'd be pretty cool because he's a good director uh, and yeah, he's getting to that age now where he can almost pull off the Dark Knight. <laughs> returns returns yeah but they kind of stole a lot of that already for batman v superman so it would be kind of weird i, I don't know but <laughs> yeah. um that was it as far as dc and uh dr junkenstein is on the horizon here for us or i think it came out today you guys said um, i'm yeah. ready to play some of that overwatch two. A little bit more. yeah overwatch those um i'm gonna play some more spider-man um, it's getting Get kind of boring and repetitive, so I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. Uh, so I don't know, but so I'm I'm liking it. It's just some of these little side missions, like I may just stop doing that and go back to the main quest. Uh, there it yes, is. because there are a lot of side missions. Nope, you got to do all of them, Jeff. Yeah, collect the backpacks and clean the air and get all the photographs. Yeah, all the photographs. <laughs> Photographs. But like I said, the Arkham games, all those the riddles too. But the riddles are a lot. They're more fun. They just solve stuff. All right, that's it. I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.